This week's episode of the Almost World Podcast is brought to you by the SnobSociety.com. Please continue to rate and review us on iTunes and sharing us with your friends. Other platforms where you can find us are SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and new this week, we've just been added to the TuneIn and Stitcher apps. For any information on the podcast, such as sponsorships, suggestions, or if you would like to be featured on the podcast, you can contact us at almostwokepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. You there? Uh-huh. Welcome to the Almost Woke Podcast. This week we have Katina. Hello. Courtney J. What up? What up? And Malcolm Potts. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Did you call him Malcolm Potts? Yeah. <laughs> I told y'all. I, I, hey. I, I feel like a failure as a as a progressive and militant when Potts is in the room. Potts goes all in oh, for everybody. <laughs> so this week we're gonna discuss a Netflix special. Um, if you have seen it, then great. If you haven't seen it, you can still listen to the podcast and watch it afterwards. But you're gonna get some spoilers and context in this episode. It's um Hannah Gadsby, Nanette. Um, it was a very interesting special. She's she kind of takes you everywhere with it. Um, I'm going to let what what do you call yourself, Sean? You don't want to be the the representative. <laughs> No, I don't want to be the representative, <laughs> but I'll take it. And I'll, I'll take it. In, I'll take the reins in this um, um, instance. No, um, I think I think one of the um, the main reasons that um, that I wanted to um, uh, kind of get people to uh, watch this is because I I had actually had it passed off to me from um, uh, oddly enough a friend of mine who um, well I. I guess I consider her a friend. I kind of met her um, in all of the mayhem that was going on after the elections and mm-hmm. on Instagram. And we, uh, she lives out in California. Her name is Mama Justice on uh, Instagram. Shout out there. Uh, she's really cool. But uh, anyway, she, she kind of sent this to me in my, in my message, in my inbox, and she was like, um, hey, I really wish... You know, if you have time, you know, I know you're busy and everything, but if you have time, I'd really like for you to watch this. And, you know, anytime someone comes at me with something, you know, out of the blue like that, you know, whether it's reading something or whatever, you know, I, I generally like to try to give it attention because, you know, I feel like if someone thinks that it's, you know, uh, uh, poignant enough, I guess I should say. So, I mean, I actually was sitting at home doing absolutely nothing when she said that. I think I just got home from one of my trips. And so I, I, I turned on Netflix and, um, just started watching it. And, um, uh, uh, obviously the, the special, I, I don't want to say obviously, <laughs> I think that's crazy, but, uh, I mean, uh, yes, Hannah actually is uh, a lesbian and, um, mm-hmm. she starts, you know, obviously she's doing a lot of, uh, comedic little, 
um, parts here and there uh, that are that are really funny. But I think it's the true essence of it is um, it's kind of understanding how um, how self deprecate. De- I, I just think well and self destructive that um, we are. And, and 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 that's the thing. I was discussing this whole situation with one of my friends who I was kind of passing that special off to as well. And I was trying to say how, um, you know, I, th- I think a lot of times we do things like that in um, everyday life. I know when, uh, you know, in speaking of the terms of the special, one of the things that stood out the most to me, uh, not all of them, but one of the, <laughs> the, the, the funniest things, um, well, not really the funniest things, but I guess most relatable things was when she talked about her grandma and how she talked about her grandma asking her basically, you know, oh, have you found a man yet or you have a husband? And she was kind of like, nope, no time for that. And um, I think that was the part that kind of, um, you know, like I said, she comes back later and revisits that spoiler but um, and talks about how it wasn't just because of, you know, being... Um, obviously not having time or whatever, but it's kind of because, you know, you're ashamed and embarrassed of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people really understand that a lot of times, and especially, I'm not even really sure if, if everybody who's on right now really gets the, the, the scope of it and the grasp of it, um, because it's like, um, I would like to believe, I would like to believe that in, in situations where, uh, you know, especially people on here are presented with those type of uh, scenarios to where you can fall in, um, you know, to that to that kind of pitfall of being just going along with the flow. If someone says something about somebody being whatever, it's really easy to fall in with that because of just, you know, just that's just kind of how things have been for so long and everything. But I don't really think people really realize that they perpetuate and they keep that type of, um, you keep kids killing themselves. You keep uh, people hating themselves. You keep, you know, with even the smallest amount of that stuff, you know. And it's like it's very easy for me to relate that over to the side of racism, and think about the fact that while I'm on here talking and saying the things that I, you know, profess if in my in my personal life, if in even in daily life, if I just let things pass that I thought were unjust, being injustice being served to other people. You know, I don't really think that that would be cool because I think I would just be doing things for accolades or whatever, but that's how I live my life. Like, you know, if I have a problem with something, specifically white people, I don't have a problem calling out anybody on social media and pissing everybody off. And I do know that I don't have a lot of white people that um, promote that and everything back. However, it is also kind of worrisome because I feel like I put myself on the line a lot for a lot of different things that I don't really feel like that, I would get that in return. That's not reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's just kind of like, as gay people, you kind of look at that, and I shouldn't say gay people, I should say marginalized people in general, because I guess you just get that kind of feeling of where you like, you just kind of, you know, are like, well, you know, you just have to take what you can get, basically. And that's kind of like how me and my friend, when she was talking about it, too, she said that's kind of how it is if she's ever presented with a situation where privilege from a white person is brought up right in her face and she knows she draws back when she knows deep inside she does not want to draw back, but she does, she feels like she just does it because it's just, you know, that's just the way things are. And it's and that's kind of how I feel, you know, sometimes too. You kind of have to just be like, okay. But it's not a cool place. You know, it's not a cool, it's not a mm-hmm. cool place to be. I mean, because, you know, Markel can attest to this. I've had very close friends very extremely close friends who said 
you know, that I, I was a homosexual for attention, um, yeah. that I enjoyed, you know, and, and, and we're talking about someone who's like, you know, I mean, we're talking very close. We're not just talking about an associate. We're talking about someone. And to hear that kind of stuff being played back to you, it really makes you look at yourself and you think to yourself, like, what, what is my, you know, I like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, if people really take me seriously or if people take, um, you know, if people take me as but, a joke. But um, even to that effect, when the person said that, I don't, to, to this day, I don't believe that that person believes that. I just believe he was being fake for his audience. That's probably that's probably, truly but, what I believe. But I think that's part of the right. But I think that's also part of the thing, and I think that's kind of what we're talking about here. You know, especially where I'm trying to go to with uh, as far as the special was concerned, is that you know I just don't really think people understand the scope, and maybe I'm a little bit trying to be too understanding of the scope. But it's like I, to- I actually told one of my friends over the weekend not to let me go any further down the rabbit hole because. I don't know if I don't see any light at the end of it, and I don't know how far it's going to go. But I, I just I can't bring myself back, and you know, and and that, that's like whether it's racism, whether it's um, sexism. Um, I don't really think we as a group even really understand um, the scope of like what we're saying um, publicly, and you know, and and I, I think we have, I think we have to be responsible for. For a lot of that because of the fact that, you know, I, I wonder how sexist, racist, homophobic, transphobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic this cast is even sometimes because I just don't think that I think it's really cool to stand around and say, like, you're really in support of something. But are you are you just saying that? You know what I'm saying? Are you really down to really move the needle and to really make people think about things? Or do is it or is everybody just content to gossip or just to you know what that's the thing like I think a lot of times and I think that that's that's where we are kind of in this you know like what we're doing and everything and I think that we need to um, we have a big responsibility with having a platform and being able to say things and I think that we need to I think we do need to say things because I think there's so many people out there who are lost who um, you know I've had a lot of people tell me a lot of the things that they've heard that we've talked about have really, you know, impacted them. And there were things that they were kind of, you know, going through and everything like that. And I think that that, um, you know, we have a really big responsibility with that. And I would like to, um, I would just like to hear other people's views on, on how they feel about how they feel about that. Well, with me, let me kick it off. I think when I, when I watched the special to me, and I believe this is, a lot of people, even people that are marginalized. So I can be marginalized in one way and you can be marginalized in another way. And people don't equate it. You get what I'm saying? When you should equate it. Like you should have, if I'm being, if I'm being discriminated against or treated differently because of one thing, you should be empathetic with somebody else that is being discriminated against for something totally different that you don't you may not identify with and when i watched that when i watched that special that kind of it, it even shone bright to me in that aspect because um when and i hate to say this but when i watched it my point of reference was shine 
And the reason this shines my point of reference is because I've been around him for so long. And like as she was going through her stories, like I could not it, it was like knocking down dominoes. So she could say a story and I couldn't relate to myself, but I could relate it to something with Sean or dealing with somebody dealing with Sean. Because if you actually have a true friend that is marginalized in a different way that you are empathetic to, when they get knocked down for something, you feel it. You get what I'm saying? You should. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're not a piece of shit, you should. So that's why. And that's why I think a lot of people that consider themselves friends and would do say, oh, I would do this for you. I would do that for you. But when it comes down to something like that, they're really not your friend if they're not empathetic. And right. And I think that I think that falls into the same thing like we all felt like during the election too. You see what I'm saying? I mean, like exactly. We, like, we felt like <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> because that kind of sting you feel with your coworkers when you're like, "You did what? Uh, you're serious." <laughs> Okay, okay, I don't know. I just just saw, I just saw a post last week by a piece of shit that me and you have talked about, Sean, that said, um, that said, um, the best thing that we can do right now in these times is be nice to each other um, and don't watch the news and worry about all that other stuff bitch because it doesn't affect you you know right because you have the ability to turn off the news and, and sit in your white fucking home and and your wife straight um you know i mean I just i oh, don't get it. see I'm, I'm gonna get you in my feelings about it because but, i just but, can't you just guys don't understand like i can't handle that like but yeah it, it but, doesn't affect you it that's the thing it doesn't affect you and that's the way people see just even let's go down the list so being black being hispanic being hispanic being transgender being gay you know all of that shouldn't be considered separate things because when it comes to the other side they're one thing and then there's us. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So there, there, there aren't levels to this shit. Like there's in, in, uh, in other parts of life. Yeah, there are levels. No, there aren't levels over here because I guess it's kind of cliche, but we're not equal until we're all equal. People have said that. And that's just the fucking truth. And n- nowadays that should be obvious because it is so prevalent and that's that's well, can i ask this go ahead i have a, I have a question and this, i hate to stray off of, of of our i mean i don't really feel like it's straying off of our topic but it's kind of like something that i feel like it's bubbling under my surface and i have to ask about it so because so i have to get it out and everything but i just want to know how other people feel about um and i'm going to leave it open and then I'll, I'll come back and talk about it in a minute because i just have some strong opinions on it but um do, does everybody on the call or is everybody, you know, that's uh, on here right now 
how do you feel about a statement when someone makes a statement like, or like, because I just made the statement, but <laughs> um, that all white people are racist? Does that bother people? I mean, I, I obviously know it's going to bother a lot of white people that I said that. But um, how do people? How do how 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 do people feel? Or maybe do, should I explain what I'm saying first, and then go yeah. and ask how to explain it a okay. little more? The reason why no, I, and I, I, no. No, what? no, don't what? don't explain it. Let us answer it in its organic form first. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. And then once we explain it, if we feel differently, we say, oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Then just because sure, when because when I hear that all white people are racist, can I co-sign with that? I would have to say yes. Because they're not walking in brown or black skin. They get to to walk around essentially, for lack of a better word, invisible to our struggles. And so, like, for instance, there was a question on Twitter that said, would you ever date, date a white man or a woman? Now, of course, they're not talking to white men and women. They're talking about those of other races. My daughter responded and said no. And she said, because my mom told me the story of when she dated a white boy in high school. And when he got mad, she was instantly a nigga. Hmm. And she said, couldn't, couldn't be me. So when I was talking to her about it, that did happen. I was dating a guy, I ain't going to say his name. He knows who he is. But I don't know had an argument. Shut up, Courtney. Your, your ass is messy and petty right now. I need to get to you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as soon as we got into an argument, and the crazy thing is, it wasn't even, looking back, no argument is what you calling me out my name. But it wasn't even anything major. It was, he used to pick me up for school, we we were talking about it the night before, and I simply said, you know what? You got to be at school at 6.30 for blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get up that early, so I'm just going to catch the bus. And it was, no, I don't want you riding the bus. I don't like you riding the bus. You know, I like seeing you in the morning. I like spending time with you in the morning. I getting breakfast. And then I was like, listen, I just don't want to get up that early. And... The first thing he said was, man, you're being such a bitch. So I told him, I said, so am I being a bitch or the action is a bitch? I'm a bitch. What are you saying specifically so that we can address this specifically? And then he goes, man, forget it. We are talking a little bit more. And then he said, okay, I'll see you in the morning. I said, you sure will. When I step off the bus, just be there. You know, waiting on me. And he said, God damn it, stop being a nigger. What? <laughs> oh, you know what? It was really That'll be the end of this one. Stop being a what? He said, No, 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 no. No, I did not mean that. I am so sorry. I said, No, you meant it because you said it. Mm. And then in the background, I could hear people in his family saying, 
Oh, God, it was just a matter of time before that part came out of her. What? Wow. So, 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 you, so you had the damn problem. Right. It was all you. Because so, you disagree. All me. He had nothing to do with it. When, when, we, huh? dis, when we disagree... When we disagree, we're 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 aggressive. We're savages, hence niggers. Right, right, right. So, needless to say, I didn't have not a mumbling word to say to him after that. I was done. No more conversation. No more talking. I was legitimately done. I didn't have anything else to say to him. The next day at school. He comes and he says, I didn't mean it. You don't get to call someone that when you are not that because we know that when you use it, you're using it as a term of supremacy, for lack of a better word. You're using it because you think that you are better than me. You think that my skin makes you more than me. And that's not cool with me. So... In that instance, he was dating me. I'm a black girl, obviously, clearly. But when he got mad, when he got upset, I was instantly a nigga. Do I think that that unless you learn differently, you keep those racist undertones? Hell, yeah. I mean, I look at it now where I work at. I watch at how people interact with other people. I see how those that went to certain schools I ain't going to call no names, but when they see me or someone that looks like me, you can instantly tell that they feel like we're less than. And they would swear up and down that they're not racist because they talk to me and, and, and we've had conversations and they think that I'm a good person. So do I think that all white people are racist? Yes. Do I think that there are levels to it? Definitely. Do I think that that without meeting someone that is black or of a different race, that it festers and grows? Most definitely. And I remember just in, what grade are you like? Pulled out a class for a tag and um, alpha. Like what, third grade? Yeah, Whatever grade third it grade. is. Yeah. Okay. Whatever grade it is, my, my very first year, and if she's living, I would love to see her. But I had an alpha teacher. Her name was Christy Calloway. Homer Atkins Elementary in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Christy Calloway was my alpha teacher. We had um, to do... Of course, it's Black History Month, so now everybody want to tell their Black History stories. But she said something that has stuck with me all these years, and it was she grew up in a town where there were no Black people. With there not being any Black people, she remembered being on the train, her and her big sister. They were going to whatever city, town, whatever. But she remembers seeing a black person on the train. And what she did was what any innocent child, in my opinion, would do. 
you see someone that looks different than you, that you've never seen, you've never experienced, you're going to be curious. You're going to be inquisitive about it. So what she did was she kept looking, kept looking, kept looking. This black person looked at her and smiled. She went over to the person and touched them and just was like amazed. Then touched them again. And then she made a comment. I think now it's racist to shoot a kid. But again, all white people are racist to a certain extent. And she said, you don't look like me. Are you dirty? Oh, Out there, they don't see color. 
I really do. But I will say 98% are. And there's a, and Okay, not or not. Okay, okay, Let's, let's don't put up a nine. Ninety-nine point nine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to the length and say all of them are. Cause I don't believe every everyone is, but majority of them are. But 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 you know, I kind of racist. I'm, I am. You can't be. Oh well. I mean, you prejudice. Yeah, you, you can be. You can be prejudiced, but you're not racist. Well, you know, but, like, who, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like who? Somebody got something. Some kind of stereotype against somebody. Somebody, you know, say everybody, everybody. But when we do it, when but African Americans do it, we're not. We don't have. Oh, here we go with the power. We have power, but if we haven't tapped into it, we can't really do anything with our prejudice. We can't really do anything to anybody. Okay. So we just we can go around talking about man, them white folks, rah 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 rah. But when they do it to us, they gotta it's more it's action with it. Yeah, only and it's hurtful. We can be prejudiced, but only the oppressor can be racist because they can act on their prejudices and make you suffer for it. Yes. That's, yes. that's it. See, they they have so, action, action involved. And I have a different they're, answer. They're, well, I want to. I want to know what. Yeah, I want to because I want to get back because I want to because I I want you to hear what you. I want to hear everybody. So my answer is no. I don't believe all white people are racist. And as militant as I am, I know y'all are surprised to hear that come from me. But shocked as hell. But let me let let's let's add a little context to this. So. While as close as Sean and I are, let it be known, Sean is not my first and only white friend. I had white friends. When, yeah, when I was, I had white friends from from literally before kindergarten. It's just they were friends and actually stayed friends and some are still friends to this day. But where we grew up, and I've already used this term in this podcast, but there are levels. So I had I had white friends that my black friends treated like shit okay. because they were poor. Like literally, there was a there was a little boy Jimmy. I had to x out his name in the uh, in the actual recording, but he lived across the street from my big mama's house. And his 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 dad, like when I this was in the eighties, his dad looked like his mom and dad looked like they were straight off the Beverly Hillbillies. They were dirt poor. His daddy was like ninety years old in the eighties, and I lived the 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 two blocks where we lived were predominantly black. So they were basically the only white family until you went up two blocks and they were the poorest family on the block. So all the little black kids used to beat his ass, talk shit to him, um, treated him like crap. And there wasn't a bad bone in his body. And he grew up thinking the opposite. He actually grew up thinking 
that he was the shittiest person on earth and black people were better than him. And of course, all white people were better than him. And I had a couple of of friends from when I was a, a, a kid that grew up that way. Some of them transformed into I know one in particular that lived on my same street. He 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 went from thinking the same way Jimmy thought to trying to be like the other pieces of shit in our hometown. But I, I truly believe it was a front. Yeah, it was it was basically a front to try to to fit in, which never worked. Um, and he didn't fit in. He he actually ended up killing himself. Um, oh. Alan. Oh, you gotta edit his name out, of course. But yeah, I didn't know. I, 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 so like they they lived on the same block as me. You know my tail gonna beep that damn name out. Yeah, I'm gonna beep it out. Cause his 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 mom just just. I don't, think he, I don't think he was real fond of the gays. I'll just say that. He he he. <laughs> Alan was. Alan was kind of a tormented soul, cause when we were when we I'm were sure obviously yeah when we were when we were kids, he was on my he was on my baseball team, and like all the white kids treated him like shit, and like we would have discussions sitting outside playing catch all day and shit you know so it was like I knew where he was coming from, and even when we got older I knew where all the animosity and all that shit came from. And like he would, he would tell you like, I don't think I'm no better than anybody else, but I, I just wish people wouldn't, you know. He was more focused on why are these people that look just like me treat me like shit? You you feel me? And like that's, and I I probably in the end that's what probably helped take him out. It was it was over it was over a girl. But he just wanted somebody to care about him. He killed himself in yeah. front of his his girlfriend and their baby. Shot himself in the oh yard. Gosh. Yeah. So and like wow. I grew up knowing his mom, his entire family, like his mom, like it was so sad because when she died, um like she she would reach out to my mom. My mom would like, you know, help her out or whatever. Cause she died of cancer not probably two or three years ago. And they were always the type that they were just nice people in shitty circumstances. And I don't I never felt any kind of racism. From his mom, especially. Right. So I don't think <clears throat> racism is taught. It, it really is. So that's why I don't think all white people are racist. It's just a lot of them end up being pieces of shit because of society, because of their family, because of their environment, because of fear, uh, all different forms. And as bad as some of the white people that I know are, I know some shitty black people that are just Damn, as what? bad Come in on. reverse with their prejudices. 
I, I, I can't even front on it. Like I've, I've watched, I've watched some of my, <laughs> some of my homeboys that, okay, this, they, you might have a disagreement. It, it might be racial tension, but when it came down to it, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, you know, animosity on both sides and both sides were in the wrong. And I've seen it go both ways. So that's why I don't think all white people are racist. So surprise, I have a different answer. Okay. So, Sean. Now, now, (laughs) Fox, explain it. Well, and the re—I mean, I, I, and I'm—I'm I'm, I'm really glad to hear. You know, I, I'm really glad because I really did want to hear other people's perspectives because, because, um, like I said, I mean, me personally, I think the reason why I even kind of introduced this and brought it into the topic of a conversation is because I scrolled past this on my timeline from an activist that I follow and respect um, greatly, and she said this. She said that's exactly how she started off. The, it was a, a public service announcement. And actually, Instagram took it down because she said, all white people are racist. And so, of course, you know, I was reading. and um, But I remember as I'm reading the thing, and, 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 and maybe this can kind of help you understand a little bit from where I'm coming from. The, 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 the essence of the message to me what it was, was, um, and I think that's one of the main reasons why I found it so poignant and so compelling and honestly so truthful, um, is that immediately I was offended when I read that. And as I continued to read, I learned that I was probably more offended that she said I was a racist and knew nothing about me than I was about actually possibly being racist or even benefiting from the construct that is racism. I was more offended because you were talking about me. You were mm-hmm. saying something about me that I didn't like. And so I immediately took kind of, and I, that's the, what's the real cool thing about it though is, is that I did take offense, but only for a split second, because as I started reading even though, once again, I didn't take, I'll say that I didn't take um, offense because it was just, I'm, I'm definitely used to any kind of conversation she has on race, and she's very, very, very harsh and very straightforward with it, which I enjoy, and I think we need more of. Um, but um, she, you know, she kept talking about it, and where I'm trying to go with this, and, and hopefully introducing you to where maybe you can see a little bit more, too, I'm not so much, and I heard a lot of that in the examples, and that's great and everything, and that's, that's, that's great and everything, but what we have to understand is, and, and, and the reason why I do believe, in fact, that I am saying that publicly, that I do believe that all <laughs> white people are racist, I and the reason why I believe that, and that includes myself, <laughs> and the reason why I'm saying that I believe that is because I benefit from so many things that I don't even possibly even know about. Yeah. That, is that you guys do not. That you guys do not. And regardless of, of whether I'm an active participant in that or not, I still am. And I still benefit. And I still profit. And I still, as marginalized as me being a homosexual as I may be, I'm still a white male. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still in the 
racial and social economic structure of the way everything is placed out. And I'm pretty much the pyramid in pink, top of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, because other than knowing that I'm a homosexual, that I'm gay, so which throws me then, I get kicked off the boat or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that no one has to know that upon just my first appearance. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I think I even talked with um, Martel a little bit about it on um, on a level of, and this is completely crazy, but I mean, it just, it's just, I, I'm getting awoken, awakened to so many things that it's kind of like I can't shut them off. And it's like, I, almost I recently, I'm definitely way awake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go back to sleep. I'm an insomniac, actually. Um, but um, no, but I, 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 was, I was standing outside of the, um, um, I've done this before, just standing outside, whether I was talking to Martel, talking to somebody on the phone, talking to work or going, looking at some emails. Cause a lot of times I can't be in the stores when I'm doing things like that because it, w- it won't work. And I noticed like security and I noticed people, man, what? I don't, I don't, I don't pose any threat to anybody. I never pose a threat. I never, I'm this white guy with basically white hair because it's so platinum, but I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, I mean, it, for all general purposes, it is white and I'm just standing out there doing whatever. And I am, I, I, I can like a lot of times in the, on the stores, there's these little pathways that go up to little doors that are just for like uh, doors where you need maintenance and things like that. So they have a little pathway and I just always kind of stand back off the pathway. So I'm just not in, cause I don't want to be in people's traffic as they're on the sidewalk. So I just kind of step back and stay back there. I mean, I'm very in a suspicious looking, Nothing. Nothing. Never. Nothing. Okay. But I will tell you this. The other day, recently, I've started coloring my hair just for fun because I'm just like, God, I'm so sick of just having white hair. So I've been, but I'm not, I'm coloring it like it was uh, like turquoise one day and it was pink. Well, it's actually kind of a pinkish purple right now, but it's like, and then it was purple one day and everything. And it's kind of like, you know, just whatever. It, It comes, you know, comes out and everything, but I've just been trying just different things, and it's fun. It's summertime and everything. And I noticed, however, with even the added element of that, I do get watched. I was getting watched more. And I noticed people would respond to me. And I was just like, this is the most... I mean, it didn't go far, like me changing the color of my skin or anything like that. That's what I was just about to say. Imagine getting darker. (laughs) Exactly. I could not imagine being brown skinned and having that, oh my God, I mean, I would literally be from another planet. And so that's what I'm talking about. Like, I think that there are things that, that's why I say that. It's a very harsh statement. I don't give a fuck, honestly. Uh, I don't I don't apologize to any white person out there who's listening to this. I don't give a fuck if I hurt your feelings. I honestly uh, Because I don't give a fuck about hurting my own feelings. That's what needs to happen. Feelings Yolo. and Yolo. feelings. And everything is what needs to get hurt and what needs to get broken because until we learn as a people, and I'm speaking directly to white people, that we have benefited off the backs of so many fucking people, until you can actually confront that, until you can realize that and and start to grab a hold of it, you're not doing shit. I don't give a fuck about your bumper stickers, coexist, and all that fucking trash. You can shove it up your ass. I don't give a fuck because it's the same thing. It's the same thing when I'm, it's the same thing when we're talking about when I'm sitting watching the women's 
Was der halt. <laughs> I mean, I just think to myself, the thing is, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I, I watch things on the, when I watch things with like a women's arts or something like that, and I watch these fucking white women act like they have just, they're at the bottom of the, it's like I was talking Man, to my friend this weekend, and I'm going to bring this up one more time because I don't feel like it's ever been addressed enough. I said it, you guys remember it, we can run it back and say bring that shit back. At the beginning of all of the shit rising up talking about Harvey Weinstein and the predators out there, let me tell you something. You're a predator, you're a predator. Fuck Bill Cosby, fuck Harvey Weinstein, fuck Russell Simmons, fuck all of those motherfuckers, fuck Kevin Spacey. I don't give a fuck if you're touching people and they don't want you. I don't give a fuck what the color of your skin is, how much you've done. I don't give a fuck your fucking music, Robert Kelly. I don't give a fuck you're a piece of fucking trash. I don't give a fuck well, about that, your face, though. I don't hey, give a fuck well, about well, are you because when hey, you, go ahead. Well, they fuck, well, they fuck me in because I was certain people and they didn't want to be good. So, so fuck Courtney. <laughs> 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 what, what I'm saying is, well, well, bringing my point around, what I was saying was, is the thing about it is, is that you know, until we get to a point to where we're inclusive with everything, you know what I'm saying? And it's like I was talking to yeah. my friend that I was talking to about this, and I told her, I said. Me and this person, she, this might be giving it away about who it is, but I don't care. This is a really good friend of mine. We actually went to an R. Kelly concert. We had second row fucking seats. We thought we were the fucking shit. We not only got second row seats, we got pulled up on stage to dance hey. with the whole, with, as a couple, because it was me and her. And we, they automatically thought, little did they know. But anyway, we got on, brought on board as an interracial couple that uh, was up on stage and um, you know, and we talked about that, and I thought, you know, I said, we watched that video, girl. And I said, all we could talk about was, looks like she's done it before, and it looks like she's, you know, I mean, I don't give a fuck if she's had 20 dicks in her. She's too young to have one, okay? Mm -hmm. And especially right. one from a grown-ass fucking man. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. That is the way she was brought up in an environment to where that was conducive. That that was that's just how she made it through, and that's what she was. You know what I'm saying? That is not fair for me to discard her to think that she's worth anything more than what that motherfucker is. So fuck him, fuck them all. And I'm going to tell you, and then what I, when I come back and say that, and the whole thing is, is like I said, we 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 get to this thing where we have like some kind of uh, you know, like I said, we 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 built some kind of buffer to things that are uncomfortable to us. And as long as we continue to build those buffers, white motherfuckers are going to keep building their buffers. All these motherfuckers who are anti-gay, anti-woman, anti, they're going to keep it making their buffers. So you got to take that shit down and you got to see things for what it fucking really is. And you got to mm -hmm. understand that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, ha you just have to understand that. You have to understand that we're all in this fight together. And if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. And that's just my whole thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just my whole thing. And, and it just makes me mad because it's like I said, going back to the whole thing with the, the women stuff. Let me tell you something. I, I, I love women in general. My mother, I love her with everything in me. She's a white woman everything. She's privileged. She has things that other women do not. She's had opportunities. We were poor growing up and everything, but my mother had the color of her skin. She was a white woman. She still had things that were, and I know people will say, I'm a not a black girl thinking on welfare and they did. What the fuck? What are you talking about? That's, no, no, you know, that's I mean, that is, that's that is such a misconception. Yeah. And, and then when you look at yeah. statistics, 
white people. I mean, it's just, it doesn't even make sense yeah. that people, it's just complete yeah. bullshit and riffraff, and it's built around and wrapped around, and you just, it, it's built into us as a society. Boys wear blue, girls wear pink. You girls are supposed to grow yeah. up, you're supposed to get married, have a husband, spit out some fucking babies, and you're supposed to make a man fucking happy. Well, let me tell you something. Fuck your religion. Fuck everything else, too, and throw that shit out the door. Because until we get rid of those things, that these constructs that people have created in this world, we're never going to be because we're held behind by people who didn't want anything more for themselves, much less their fucking neighbor. And as long as we keep holding up those things and those ideals, even in the little ways that we do, all white people are going to be racist. All, I mean, it's just going to go down the line. It's going to continue to be that way because we're not wanting to change the things. We're wanting to talk about things, but we're not willing to change because when it starts feeling uncomfortable to us, that's when we have to stop. That's when we let up. Or we, and I'm here to say, and that's what the whole thing I got out of Nanette altogether is, is that I'm just not going to be, I don't, I'm, I'm important. You know what I'm saying? I'm important in this world. I have a voice. I'm important. I want to change things. I want to speak about things. I want to make people look at things differently and see things from a different way. And that's, you know, that's just what I'm going to do. That's why we call you Malcolm Potts. Continue to do it. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, you know, I just, I guess, I'm sorry. I get kind of wound up about it, but it's it's a lot. I just, I don't think that, I don't think people really grasp it. You know, it's a big thing. Let's pause for a moment. For the Savage Side Note with Jackie Brown. This is Jackie Brown with the Savage Side Note. Blacks, Mexicans, Indians, fucking transgender, gay, everybody alike. Apparently, in 2019, there's only one race, white and other. So, everybody else needs to come together. And let's weed out all the racist-ass motherfuckers and stand together as one. But if you want to keep playing pussy and get fucked, so be it. I choose to unite with everybody else and make some shit happen. I understand everything you said, Pot. And, um, and to be perfectly honest, I mean, some people, I mean, when you're when you are a whole race that, has, that really hasn't has to work, for most of the things they have, and 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 with the they have the complexion, you know, to to get whatever they want, majority. It's, some people are completely unaware. Like I had, I, I had a, a conversation with this one particular person, and they didn't understand why I didn't live in a house yet. Like they really didn't understand that. And it's not not to say that, I, I, you know, like certain things, like how how come, like oh, how come you don't have this job yet, or how come you don't have this, how, how come you don't have that, and I'll put the job in that perspective. I see so many people walking in and out of. I know my shit don't block out my job, but anyway, you know where I work. Mm-hmm. I see so many people walking in and out of there with no degree, but got better paying jobs than me. And I have a degree, and 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 you have you have people that really don't understand why no certain no. why blacks don't have what they have. And I mean, and, and I mean, it's not that 
they're oblivious and they're just not paying attention, but they're really unaware. And then when you bring it to their attention, they're kind of like, no, 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 sure is. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And you're like, yeah, surely. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Because they get uncomfortable and they start thinking like, I don't have no, I I can't really come back. This is what, this is what white people think. I can speak because I'm white about it. (laughs) I mean, they, 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 you'll sit there and you'll think to yourself like, wait a minute, like, and you, you know, you want to be mad and you want to be because you, you want to come back with something, you know, and it's only if you have the kind of reasoning that I would like to say that I do have a little bit of, that's when you have to reel yourself back in and be like, wait a minute, you have to get the perspective on this. But see, that's what the problem is with a lot of, well, a, a big, I mean, like almost a big, huge majority. I mean, white people are so privileged, they don't realize even what privilege is. They think privilege is fake news. It's not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, you know, it's like I was telling the same friend that I was telling you I was talking about. With me getting my job, even that I have to this day, you know, I believe full, you know, I would like to think in my head that it's about how, how I work. And don't get me wrong. With the, with the people who I work for, now those are some solid, I believe, that are some solid people who I do believe they did not promote me and get me going on my way just because of the color of my skin. It definitely had to do with my work ethic. But what I'm saying is, to even get to that point, I do believe that I was passed along a lot faster because of the color of my skin. So in, in essence of it, regardless of how I live my life and regardless of how whatever I do and you know whoever I date and whatever I shoot, you know, that has nothing to do with those little things. And, and, and I think Courtney's right. I don't think people really understand how many things just in the world, it's like, you know, you putting your name down on an application and my name being Sean and, you know, your name being Sharif or something, that's a difference. That's a difference. Yep. And people, people will look at that and be like, oh, come on. No, you come on. That is a difference. Let, let me. I, that's I, my mama, mama. I mean, look, that's, that's a difference. My mama I mean, mama 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 that's, that's why my mama named me Courtney Brooks. Hello. And seriously, and that is, that is seriously, and people, people don't look at that. They don't think about that. They don't think about the fact that, um, you know, one of the things, like I said, like even to bring up like old Tupac and stuff, like one of the things that he said I've, that was always so prolific to me, even from a very young kid that got me thinking about things was he was talking about once, and I don't want to quote him or misquote him, but the essence of what he was talking about was how when, you know, white people are looking at the news and everything and they're seeing like these communities, they're seeing the quote unquote ghetto and they're seeing all of this violence and this things going on and everything. And he goes, you don't think black people want out of that area too? You think they've chosen to place themselves into an area full of crime, full of drugs, full of prostitution, full of all the, you think that's what they actually chose to do? No, that is not the way it is. And I just, I think as a kid, when I heard that, I remember being just like, whoa, that just like floored me because it was like, it wasn't like I was thinking, oh, yes, people did. It was just like, no, sometimes you have to hear it, though, and you have to hear that, you know, nobody wants to live in that condition. They want better than that. It's that they don't have the opportunity to have better than that. Or that throw in something. No, and no, and Martell knows I'm not saying nothing, no offense about that. Or they would throw in something about, what about Martell and his family? His mother and father had yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great for them. Hold up. Hold up. Great for them. I mean, I don't know what you want to talk about, but don't, you don't think that 
first of all, I can guarantee you, I can tell you that in, 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 in are we editing out names? I'm not that names, but at the counties, I was like, I can definitely tell you in Conway County, um, his father would have never had anything, some, a, a fucking cakewalk with what was the, you know what I'm saying? So, and I don't know. I said, don't edit that out. L- l- listen, edit that listen. Out. I, I, I was about to, I was about to hit on this, uh, and Sean actually took it to exactly what I was going to hit on. This is, right. this is, this is the white privilege I see every day. Okay, so this lady at work, I actually call her my work mom. She's a white lady. Um, she has. She does not have a degree. Um, she works in finance. Um, our, no more. our treasurer is about to leave, uh, who also is a white lady and thinks she's my work mom. She's about to leave and move to Missouri to take care of her parents. Um, so they, I really haven't told them anything about my family. But they've taken bits and pieces from the years that I've been at this job. I've been at the job for like six years. They've taken bits and pieces and they formulated their own view of my family. So, but this, this is, I kind of, I kind of set it straight on it without being mean or saying you're only in your position because you're white and I'm in mine because my people work their ass off because true my family's okay but because she she tried to say it kind of slick but she didn't mean it in a bad way but she was like she said something because we I just went to Arkansas for a funeral or whatever and she said um I hope nothing ever happens to um, one of your parents because I know you are not going to work here because you wouldn't have to work and you are not going to come back here because you're going to move back to Arkansas. And I said, number one, that's not necessarily true. And number two, I couldn't say this part about it, but. I see it all the time. Okay, so she's supposed to be coming to the wedding or whatever. When they come to the wedding, they're staying at their other house in Flomington, Alabama. So, so they don't have to stay in in a um, in a hotel. Hey, hotel. So, but point out, point out, point out at the wedding. But, 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 but what they don't get is so they're like. Cause they they just ask little picky questions or whatever, and like I just don't tell them everything. But from meeting Robin and the shit that's happened with my family, where I have to reveal some stuff, they've they figured a few things out. So it's like, okay, y'all are you you're okay, you you, and I'm like, no, I had to tell her, okay, if you if you sit down and think about it. I said, you have, you have an extra house in Alabama. You have a house in Atlanta that's paid for. You have an 80 
six-year-old mom who owns her own huge house. Y'all have land in Florida. Own, own, own equity, equity, equity. And and, and that's what I'm trying to get. And she didn't even get it then. I said, I told what I told her. I said, yours is at the same time. She but like she didn't get it because she was like, y'all have way more money than we. And I'm like, no, that means nothing. Simply because yours is generational. Yours have been your so right. that's why you can work in finance and work at the same job for 30 years and not have a degree. Because if you lost that job yeah. today, you still got those houses, you still got those that land. Your ass could go to McDonald's. Yes, your ass could go to McDonald's and still be living the same exact life that you have. Right. All this little right. shit that we got, it's two generations. Two, literally. Right. Literally. It could be gone. It yes. could be gone in a blink of uh, instance or any kind of thing. You know, something, a hardship come up uh, or whatever. Yes. And then, and that's what I'm saying. People don't get that. People don't get, even when you were talking earlier about with your, you know, when you're talking about your other friend who, because I know you're going to believe it out. Anyway, so, but even when we were talking about him, I'm sorry, but I mean, even in the worst, in the depths of everything, I've said this before, I think on other podcasts, in the worst depths of just poverty and whatever, you're still white. Still white, yeah. So that affords you something, okay? That affords you a lot of, and, and that's what that's where we're at with this whole thing. I think that if, if people could actually realize that, but what happens when people have to realize this is then they have to, it's like watching back when we were talking about Nanette and she was talking about that. And then it really made me think about people like that. Now I get like George Carlin when they're saying like George Carlin, he was an angry guy, angry comedian. She was like angry white man. You know, they seem to be a bad. And I really, it was so funny because it tied in when I was watching the other night, I was watching news or just the TV was on. And it was like all of these, like here in Atlanta, all of these conservative, like uh, political commercials, and I mean, I was just bombarded, and we don't normally watch, like, local television, so it was kind of freaking me out. And then I was just, like, going, okay, number one, those commercials were alabaster. Like, I didn't even see a black human or a person of color anywhere in the commercial. And all they were screaming about was how they're conservative, and they mean it, and they're taking this country, we're going to get it back. And I just kept going, like... What do white people, I just want to know, like, what really, look around. What do white people, and especially angry ones like that, what are you so fucking upset about? What what is so bad? What is so bad for you that you're even taking to the airwaves to, like, I mean, you know, the other night we were watching these other, on Netflix as well, we were watching these documentaries on white supremacy. And what was so funny, and if I could think of the name of it, I'd tell you guys to watch that one too, because. Of course, now I will say a little bit in this one. The girl who was doing the interview, I think she was, um, she was Islamic, and she was gorgeous. On top of that and everything, which I sh- shouldn't have had to throw that in. But the reason why I kind of did is because I <laughs> promise you, I don't just think of that was that. I think that totally had something to do with the fact that she gets to interview all these racist, like I mean, we're talking far right, just like mm-hmm. racist people. And at the end yeah. of like their stint with, her, they're kind of like. Well, we kind of consider you a friend. I mean, kind of, and I'm like, right. oh, you like, I'm not being mean or anything, but I'm just like going because you want to fuck. Like seriously, like I mean, that's me. But I mean, 
but, but at the end of everything, what it was cool was, and, and Rod just kept looking, watching and shaking his head going, yeah, because he was like, they would say all these horrible things, but when he got presented to them, to their face, like she was going like, listen, this is what one person said, talking about how they wished that she would be raped and murdered and like her family would be. And he was just sitting yeah. there and was like, I, I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't support that. She was like, but these are oh, right. people in your regime that are saying, like, you understand what you, and he was just, God, I apologize. I just feel, and I was like going, okay, <laughs> why are they so mesmerized all of a sudden? And then they finally, when they, you know, I was like going, is it because she's just so gorgeous? Because she was, she was beautiful. But I was like going, I would really like to think it's because really when you get to the essence of a human, you realize that we're all human. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I just don't think that, I think that there's so much progress, there's so much work to be done. And I think that a lot of times, and I'm guilty of that too, in the beginning after all of, with the election and everything, you know, I was real quick to be like, oh my God, all the progress we've made, we've made none. Right. We've made none. We've made none. Is, you know, we've made uh, no progress. We haven't, we haven't progressed any. I don't think because we had a black president that people were like, I like black people now. No. Yeah, I don't think that at all. I don't think, that's for, I, don't, I don't think, that's the thing. I don't even think it really got worse. I think that it just got revealed. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Refreshing in a way, because now I think we actually know, I think more people, I should say, are starting to know, and I wish that they would just keep that fire, keep that same energy. I wish everybody would keep that, because I'm just like, like, just stay pissed off and stay mad about it, and keep, and, and let's keep progressing that, because the moment everybody gets content and just goes, it's just fuck, you know? I mean, it's just, I mean, who, I mean who cares that the Supreme Court is going to have, you know, like a 5-4 vote and everything, Man. because... You know, I mean, that's big. That's generationally big. That's not like, yeah. oh, uh, damn, and, you know, we'll get on next time around. No, like, it's not right. It used to piss me off when it when everything first started unraveling to to see the shit. But it's gotten to the point yeah, to where it did. It, it, it's, it's disheartening. It's getting sad to me, really. And I, I'm, I'm, I know I shouldn't get this way, but I'm just getting sick of it. It's, I am so fucking sick of it. it. And it, the more it's revealed, the more you see it. Like, even now, okay, like, we know white people don't see it as much as we do, but it's even being, it's even being revealed to black people even more. So it's like shit that you would take for granted back in the day before Donald Trump. Shit that you would take for granted and brush off and be like, oh, you know, you you may be like, okay, there it has it might not have to do with skin color. It might just be, you know, this person's an asshole, you know. But now it's it's like. It's blatant to the fact where you're like, damn, even the nice white people are, a lot of them are just shitty people. Like, okay, here's a perfect example. This just happened last week. So the lady that I just mentioned who is retiring, the treasurer or whatever, um, mm -hmm. we had 
So we had a little retirement dinner for her. But to surprise her afterwards, we had one of those snow cone trucks come up to the job and give everybody free snow cones because she loves ice cream and snow cones and shit. So it was the same week that we were having all our sales guys from not just in the United States, but from all over the world were having their sales meeting at our office. So they were all there. So we had corporate caterers that were bringing food in and doing breakfast and lunch for them every day. So when the snow cone truck was out there, the guy, it was around three o'clock. So the guy, the, the guy that was doing that drove the truck for the corporate caterers was a black guy and they were done. So when he came out, he had this big ass, huge, I wouldn't even call it, it. It was like, it was four levels of this big rolling thing with all the stuff that he had to bring in on it. And the snow cone truck was blocking him. So he came out the door and was like, fuck. And, you know, he'd been there all day. He was ready to go home. And he was just sitting there like, you know, fuck, I can't get this thing off the sidewalk. And he's just like kind of sitting there. So mind you, there's about, I say 80 people outside lined up along the trees under the shade eating snow cones. There's not many black people, maybe, maybe two or three guys. Cause I would only expect the guys to get up off their ass and do something anyway, because the women were, you know, down on their end or whatever. So I'm all the way on the other end while he's sitting there like, fuck, I'm ready to get out of here. Do you know that not one person moved to help this motherfucker? Mind you, we have a, like, it's not like this was like, it's not like it was the sales guys and the VPs and all this. Like, we had motherfuckers there that fucking wash dishes and, and are in receiving and all this. Everybody was out there. So, to me, it was like, if this would have been a white guy, it would have been about a dozen people running to help this dude get the tray. I was the only motherfucker from the other end that came all the way down there and helped this guy move stuff. And I can't even lie to people in my department. They kind of looked. And then after they looked, I could tell they felt like shit. You get what I'm saying? Because it was like they were closer to to his ass. I walked past them to go help. Oh, him. yeah. I'm surprised a million of them didn't. didn't try. Oh, 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 No, they, they couldn't then. They couldn't do it then because it was like it was too obvious. Now, if he, if he would have been a little closer to them, then that's exactly what they would have did. But he was too far off and it would have been too obvious because I could see him like when they looked and they was like, oh. I should, but they 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 realized the save was too late and too far, so they just kind of, you know, a couple of them kind of shuffled their back so they act like they didn't see it or whatever the fuck. But it was just like, God, even the even the halfway people, the, the people I think are halfway decent, a lot of them are just shitty motherfuckers too, and you you know you just don't. It's just eye opening, and that's why it's becoming so sad, because it's like it's everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, and in everything, and I think I'm becoming too sensitive. Everywhere and everything. I'm becoming too sensitive or empathetic. One of the two, maybe both. 
shit. It's bad. I mean, it's just hard. I mean, it's hard once you, like, take off blinders. I mean, and it's kind of like an onion. When you peel back layers, you just keep peeling and peeling, and it's just, like, more and more, and it's just, like, it goes further and further and deeper and deeper, and I just... I, I just think, I, I guess what hurts me more is I, I, I think that's probably, maybe it's not hurt, maybe, and I don't know if that's the right word, but I just hate that people kind of look at me side-eyed and think, oh, Lord, here he goes again, thinking the way he, like, like I'm really disrupting, like, their, you know, right. whole existence because of my opinion on something, like, you know, and it's just like, I mean, it's just, it's, it, I don't think it's fair. I don't, I don't think that it's, I think that what I'm thinking about has been very thought out and that I've really put a lot of time and a lot of effort and like my entire existence, like I said, of, of daily, like, I mean, you know, it's not cool to be, you know, um, but also too, I don't want to pat on my back either. I don't want accolades for it. I just want other people. That's the thing. I don't want anybody to tell me, oh, Sean, you're the good white guy. You're, I don't want that. I want other people to hear what I'm saying and change their life and be a different way. You know what I'm saying? This isn't about putting on clothes. It's not about being fashionable. It's not about trendy. It's about life and death. Seriously. And and I just don't think that people think about that enough. And, you know, I know that, you know, I'm going to keep being the way and I'm never going to shut up and I'm going to keep calling out things as remote and as small as they may be. I don't know. And maybe even that's my privilege. And maybe that's the racism. I don't know that I can even do that. But I, I mean, if I, you know, if I get an opportunity, if I get a chance to say something and speak out for somebody, somebody else who I feel like doesn't have the voice that I have, I'm going to speak out every fucking time I can. That's just all there is to it. That's just who I am. As you should. Mm. So, well, I just wanted to say one more thing about the about the um about the Netflix show. Um when she was saying that um she's going to retire because she feels as if she shouldn't be self-deprecating because that's only allowing other it, it's it's self-deprecating is basically, you know, insulting to to her actual differences yeah so but to me i i get where she's coming from i do i get it but i still disagree with it simply because you know i don't want to relegate it to just being a comedian but you're a comedian you know all comedians unless you're well even the white males they have to do it now they're all self-deprecating. So I wouldn't, I, I think she's a little too harsh on herself for that by saying that. Yeah, I think that. the reason why, don't you, don't you think though, in a, in a way though, that's where she was trying to kind of come from that though too, is saying that that will be, it'll be a great to, I, I kind of feel like it'll be great when we get to a day where you're not just going to, like the reason why, like if I tell a gay joke, like I would like for you to laugh because I told a joke, not because I told a gay joke. Yeah, I, I get it. Saying, or yeah. or the same thing. Yeah. With, you see what I'm saying? And it's and I think that's what it is with people. I think that it's like you know. I think that you know. I don't want to hear a, uh, a a black joke. I don't want to hear an Islamic joke. I don't want to hear an Asian joke. I don't want to hear a joke that's really kind of at anyone else's expense. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect, and if it's funny, I'm gonna fucking laugh. I mean, I'm the white person, right? I'm the one who's racist by nature. I mean, whatever. No, I'm. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, 
if something's funny, you're going to laugh about it or whatever. You're going to find it entertaining. What I just don't think at the end of the day is, is that we should take ourselves as a fucking joke because we're all here for a fucking purpose and we're all here and we all have a voice and we all have, you know, I think that everybody on here at least is, you know, pointed in the, in the right direction and we're trying to do the right thing. And it's just that, like I said, going back to that once again, you know, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable if you're standing in a group of people who are talking about homosexuals and you have a friend who's a homosexual and you just kind of stand back in the, in the cut and just kind of, yeah, because I just don't want to, and I don't want everybody to, and I don't want anybody bringing religion or saying that or what, you know, kind of, you know, I just want to stay off in the cut and everything. But you have to take to you, you have to look at yourself and you have to think to yourself, what if my other friend over here was doing the same thing when someone was having a conversation about black people? Right. How would you feel then? How would you feel if they were talking about women? How would you, well, and, and even a lot of times, would you participate? Would you drag another woman down just because you, you know what I'm saying? Just because you can't. How level that the rest of the no. Oh Lord, girl, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know the answer to that, so I think we both know the answer. If if I would join in on the conversation, it's kind of like hell no. (laughs) Because that that that, uh, that, uh, stand up, stand up. Oh, but seriously, uh, this has nothing. It has a little bit what we're talking about, but um. You know, uh, I'm not sure Martel and Katina know. And, uh, Tosh, you may know. It's an area called Oh My Mail on Highway 10. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, um, I had uh, my family had land over there. And uh, for the past 10, 15 years, there's been a lot of, I mean, a beautiful area. Nothing but trees and beautiful scenery. It's over there where Pinnacle Mountain is. And for the past, 15 years, they've been tearing down trees and building houses. Like, it looks completely different now. It's a whole bunch of houses and apartments and stuff. And it's very sad to, to look at to see. And, um, and my cousin still lives over there. And I was over um their house, uh, for July or whatever. And they were saying how they're going to soon start raising the taxes up on their property. And the and the blacks that live there now, their own land, they're not going to be able to afford to live over there. And they're going to have to live in the field. Right? And it's so sad. Like, I got, I mean, they have land over there. Like, we got streets named after my family. And it's, it's really sad. It's, it's really sad. And so if somebody were to ask me, oh, my God, I could, I could not live over there no more. Like, you know, it's a kind of ain't my family over there. It was a couple now. Like that's another another thing. Like that's a perfect. It's another good That happens a a lot more than people actually know. Like, 
my um my parents it happens all over it yeah my, my, all over atlanta right now my Hello. parents i mean like the entire city yeah it, it's it's we have we have places in Moralton where my my mom my mom has done it on her side and my dad has done it on his side where they literally took over the tax paying the taxes on the land so the family wouldn't lose the land and my okay. mom my mom has bought houses that were gonna be taken by the government like they literally like that's that's part of the reason I, yep. I, I, I that's part of the reason I say I hope nothing ever happens to them because my mom and dad have their hands in everybody's shit and they have so much stuff going on that my God, if anything ever happened to them, I would be screwed <laughs> if I wanted to stay in Atlanta. But that happens a lot more than people think a lot more. And it's it literally going back to exactly the power thing that I was just talking about. I mean, that's why. Who has the power to do that? Oh, is it like family raising the taxes? Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's, it's just by it, <laughs> it's it's by the grace of God that that my mom and dad were smart enough to because my dad the the land that we have out there in Overcup it's just it was split between all the um, the grandchildren. It was just nobody could afford to pay the taxes. So my daddy for the past 30 years has paid all the taxes on it. So it's, and that's the only reason we still have it. And that is land, land with oil leases, (laughs) you know, like prime real estate that somebody could have just came and bought for a little bit of nothing if they wouldn't have been smart enough to do it. And of course it's always going to be a white person that's going to swoop in and, Add to their generational wealth while taking away from out right. what little that we have. So yeah, that, that's what cool. little that exactly, and that happens. So that you know, yeah, that happens. So I mean, you know, I mean, my God, it's happened. It's from the beginning. I mean, where's you know? I mean, I don't think there was enough forty acres or mules Hell no. to hand out. You we know still don't have our forty And I don't acres. think that there's. And there's never been, you know, that's something that's always got me from even way back in the day. I swear to God, from as far back as just like ever being just a child and just being that child, like I told you, I was a child who I literally asked every question that you shouldn't ask. You know, the ones that really get people, especially in the church, oh my God, I think I almost think people had aneurysms in the church because I was just like, well, what about, because <laughs> I just didn't get it. I was like, this, this fairy tale doesn't make sense. Um, but uh, no, but our and I would just ask so many questions about things. But like I said, I mean, it's like that's been going on since I always wondered that as a child. I was like, how does how do people actually get around that? I mean, like that was actually part of the deal. <laughs> Forty acres and like how did how did that just get looked over? How did that get and then I think to myself, Well, it was because it was white people dealing with black people. And that's how it was. But this but, is you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was just And we can we can close this soon. But that's that's another eye-opening thing because it's not like reparations haven't been paid to other people. It's just right. reparations have never exactly. been paid to black people. Native Americans. Uh, yes, uh-huh. there have been a lot of things. There have been a lot of things. There's the exactly. That says really? a lot right there. <laughs> that says a uh-huh. lot right there. Hey, 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 hey. 
We just need to stop fucking. <laughs> all these kids. <laughs> it's not funny. But so we don't have a need for the NAACP or equal opportunity. You know, we don't have a need for any of that. You know, it's just all in people's head. It's a level playing field, and people are just crybabies, and they just—it's disgusting. So, how do we want to end this? Hey, one? Let me, hey, hey, let me ask y'all. That, that was a bad joke, right? That was a bad joke I said. I didn't hear it. Why? Nobody laughed. I didn't hear it. What'd you say? I said. Okay, and then the reparations. I said, I said we need some fucking so we can be able to get our reparations. Need some what? <laughs> we need some fucking having a bunch of kids to get our reparations. That's the only thing I can think of. That's why we haven't received them yet. It's okay. Yeah. No, it's just because they don't why, think. Why do you think? Why? They don't think we deserve them, why, even though that we, even though we built the country, they still don't think no, that we deserve them. Um, our preparations was reparations. I mean, what? And the, <clears throat> we got we got free and we were able to get jobs and go to school and get college and shit. That's what they think. Right. No, they they really think our reparations was bringing us over here. That's what they think. If you don't like no, it, then go back. That's that's, that's what they think. That's what they think. Explain that, Please explain it to me. I don't know why they think that shit. I mean, we're we're not our own fucking business. We're not our own business. So what? They say we brought you to the greatest country in the world, but you know it's a it's a circular situation because we know we built right. This wouldn't be the greatest country in the world if you wouldn't have brought our asses over here. So if you you steal the land, steal the labor, you stole the labor, you stole the land the land from another group of people and then brought um, another group of people over here to build it for free, no questions asked, and of course it's going to be a, a very rich country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simple mathematics. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a talk with Trump because I'm not fucking paycheck being like uh, 200 or more. I didn't have a talk with his for real. But anyway... <laughs> Okay, so if if you um if you estimated labor value um of what we provided this country, we gave it mm-hmm. a four trillion dollar kickstart. But we're not mm-hmm. owed reparations. Four trillion, not billion okay, so. trillion. Yeah, like. So is that, I mean, is that enough for black? Is that enough for every black person? Oh, by far, by far, by far. Oh my God. There's not even that many people in the right. world. By far. We're not talking billion. We're talking trillion. It's a trillion. Yeah. Woo. Well, you know what's going to happen is if we ever get our reparations, you already know what's going to happen. It's gonna be well, like that. Know. It's gonna be like that Dave Chappelle episode. So how do we want? How do we want to close this? We are, we had an hour and a half on Hannah Gadsby. Sean. Um, 
all I got to say is, is just, you know, um, just think about, you know, um, just think to yourself, just, uh, I mean, I think, I think, I think the basic way we get into this whole thing is that I think the moral of the whole story is and the whole thing that definitely the essence I got out of watching all that was, you know, I mean, it's the golden rule. I mean, just treat, treat people the way you want to be treated. I know that may sound real, you know, simple and simple minded and everything, but if you're honest to God's truth and really think, you know what I'm saying? Think about something other than yourself and your fucking Instagram in front of your face. Think about something else. Think about another person. Think about another living being and think about their struggle. That's what I that's what I challenge everybody that's listening to this podcast to do and everyone that's on this podcast to do is for at least the next week or even just even if you just do it tomorrow or next couple of days or when you think about it, just pick out someone else and think about their what they're going through and what you know and their level of strife and their level of what's going on and everything, except for yourself for once. And see if you can put yourself in that person's shoes and just relate. Because that's what it's about. We all have to learn to relate because we all have to. We're all here. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and, so. I mean, what about you? What about you, Katina? You're being quiet. <laughs> I think Katina got us on mute. Well, I mean, first, oh, no, no. See, that's what you get right there. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, heard, I heard a dean earlier. I don't know if I'm like, no, I'm always, you know, it's No. First, hot, this was one of the best things I've ever watched on Netflix. I'll just say that. I will say that watching this, there was a lot of emotion. There was oh, yeah. a lot of, damn, I can relate to that. Damn. I've been through that. Damn, I've seen that. Damn, mm-hmm. this is my life right now. Like, there was just a lot of it. And I think that at the end of the day, if we take the time to just really genuinely realize and understand that the next person is actually not that much different than we are. No. You know, exactly. and that's we are leaving. Right, because we lead different lives, but legitimately, that's how I think we all get along and we all can relate is because we all see ourselves in each other, but then I also think that we all see something that we want to become in each other, and that's just the main thing. Everybody has something to offer us if we just open up our eyes and our minds to us to be focused on that, I think that this world would be a much, much better place. Do yeah. I still stand behind the, the, do I think that all white people are racist? What I'll say is this. I think that all white people benefit from racism, as Pot said, but then I also think that all white people have seen or observed or been a part of racist activity and have not said a word. Mm-hmm. Whether it's them sitting at work and somebody racist joke, whether it's in school, somebody makes a comment to me, yep. you do that, you're just as bad as the company that you keep. That's you why I say all white people are. Because I said and I heard white men make a comment about me my body, my shape, my breast, 
And the next white man was like, hmm, I wonder if I can get that on a white model or some shit like that. So that's how I feel like that. But this was one of the best things on Netflix. Well, not just on Netflix. I'm not going to even limit the Netflix. I'm going to say on TV, period. Um, Between this and Stranger Fruit, like, it's been amazing. So, yeah. Thank you, Pot, for even recommending it. What about you, Courtney? Thank you for watching. You're welcome, Sean. Sean put on his white voice for that. Thank you for watching. What are your closing statements? <laughs> yeah, you should need to make a closing statement, huh? Um, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't right there. No, um, like I said before, I don't believe every white person is racist. Um, a majority of them are. Um, and just because a white chick got a baby with a black man, that don't mean she coming to a bar- right. fucking barbecue. You know, that don't right. mean that. Um, Cause I have a a friend where she not really she not really a friend. She been trying to reach out to me. I was like I was I was done with her. I was done with her when uh, she uh, there was a there was like a commotion going on around my neighborhood, and it wasn't that bad. It was just a fire fire truck and the cops. It just sounds so bad, but it really it, I think someone and I think someone had like a heart attack or something, and a whole it was a whole bunch a whole bunch of commotion and stuff. I would never forget this. And I was done with her ass after that. Uh, it was like 2014. She said on Facebook, oh my God, it's a whole bunch of cops and, and fire trucks. And my friend added me, Courtney Day, and Courtney Day's neighborhood. I hope everything is okay. I was done with her ass after mm. that. What was she trying to fucking say? What was she trying to say? Oh, she's, Lord. She's, 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 a, she's a secret. Yeah, niggas be causing right. a ruckus. And it took me a long time to figure that shit out. It took me a very long time. When she got a house in the hood, I asked her. I said, hey, okay, girl. And I wasn't trying to get a house at the time. I was just asking. I said, hey, girl, how'd you get this house? Well, you got to have good credit. I said, okay. Thanks for letting me know. They should let me know not what to do to have good credit and, and not just have good enough credit just to get a house in the hood. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So what you just told me is you got to have good credit. You just told me I got to have better credit. Thank you. Thank you. Right. But anyway. Okay, close the story. Okay, I'm sorry. Close the comment. Y'all answer all this shit. Okay, so every white person is not racist. I just want white people to be educated. And you know what? I'll be at my job, y'all, and they be, we have bulletin. We have, like, news, a, a news story, a news article that comes out on, on the email. They be talking about bullshit that be going on at work. I, I want to get all the white and black together on my floor, and I want to talk about some real shit. Like, I just want to get everybody together. If we just have open dialogue with what's going on in the world, 
I would love for that shit to happen. That's but, not gonna happen. But people don't want to be made uncomfortable. But but you know what? We're uncomfortable mm-hmm. every single fucking day. Every single day. We're, every single day. And I hate the fact that I gotta walk around. And I hate taking the punch, y'all. But people know if I don't fuck with you, I ain't gonna fuck with you. But I hate walking around knowing all this shit going on and and and, and white smiling in my face as if nothing's going on as if. A whole bunch of teenage black boys they, they have been getting shot up the past five years in a row. And I just, it, it bothers me. I just want to have, I want to be able to have that open dialogue. Like, hey, let's talk about some real shit. Let's be finance support. Let's talk about some real shit that's going on. But I know it would never really happen because, um, I don't know who said it earlier. If I bring something up like that, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the angry black chick. I think mm-hmm. the said something like that earlier. I'm the angry black chick if I bring that up. And and I, I'm, I'm going to get passionate about it. I may not be mad, but I'm going to be passionate about it. I mean, they passionate about these fucking uh, Razorbacks and shit. How can I be so passionate about it? Social injustice, death, murder, exactly, yeah. So I guess I, I really don't have any pros and cons. I just, want, I just want people to be, I just want whites to be more aware. But then again, is it really going to change anything? Yeah. I don't know. Like, but you know what? It may change. Let's start, let's start shooting their teammates from Let's start shooting them. Let's start shooting them. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I want this to happen, but I'm just saying, let's start shooting them. Let's start, and let these cops and these whoever start going to prison, doing some serious time, and quit getting the fucking acquitted. Because money... Because it's hush money, ain't gonna do it. It ain't gonna break back. Ain't gonna break back. Nobody's mm-hmm. kid. Ain't gonna break back nobody's man. Nobody's husband. Sister, aunt, mother. It's not gonna bring nobody back. So what? I mean, what are we doing? We just shelling out this money. We just shelling out money. We be putting these motherfuckers uh, in prison. As long as you have a racist army for a racist society, I mean, you know, it's gonna continue to well, happen. I mean, because they're basically yeah, payroll to kill at will. And to be protected by a system that was meant for them, not for you. And that's the sad reality of it. I have a closing statement. Marginalized is marginalized. So, blacks support gays. Gays support Hispanics, straight people, transgender people, whites support everybody because there's no way that anybody can get ahead until we start supporting each other. So it's not like it's mm-hmm. it's it's not the it's not the all lives matter argument cuz I would never say that. But it is your marginalization is not better than mine. So if you're being marginalized for something then I should be at your rally or I should be speaking up for you as you should be doing the same thing for me. And if we did that, I think we can overcome the other side a little bit easier. Power to the people. That's yeah. that I agree with. And we'll end it at that. <laughs> Good podcast. Ooh, right? That will conclude this week's episode of the Almost Well Podcast brought to you by the snobsociety.com. Please be sure to check in with us next week for a new episode. 
And as always, it's the Almost Woke Podcast, where we're not quite there yet, but we're on the way.